All right, welcome. Can everyone see me? Yes. Okay. All right, welcome. This is Yes and Amen Youth with Derek, Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. I want to say welcome in, and today we will be sharing a lesson and talking about Jonah. That knowledge students in. All right, so today it's about Jonah. It's a great lesson, very well known <laughs> lesson. But so before we get started, we just want to talk about uh, the fact of um, can't hide from God. God's going to seek you out and the very talents that you have, people will recognize them and know and in situations like Jonah finds himself in, the people will will know that that things are happening uh, because you're there or because God has called you out. Amen. So Jonah, uh, the story of Jonah, so hide and seek is the title on today. So we want to introduce you to students, you the students, to Old Testament prophetic book of Jonah. And so we want to expose you to the truth of Jonah's first chapter when he runs away from God. You can't fully see the screen. Something is blocking it. You can't see me? Uh, at the time, yes, now we can see it. But there's okay. something also blocking the screen. So we can't see anything. You can just see a huge box in the way. Oh, it might be this. What about now? Can you see the screen now? Is everything good now? Yes, everything. Everything's good now. Okay. All right. Good. And so we want to share with you also in this chapter, you know, Jonah, when he heard the voice of God, he runs away from God, but God, you can't run, right? They want to inspire you, the students, to do the opposite of what Jonah did, not run from Christ, don't run, right? So your attitude, what's in your mind, uh, availability. Are you available for God? Or are you too busy playing video games or doing other stuff? So you got to be available. What about are you obedient to God? Are you disobedient? Are you following what the word of God says about reverencing your parents? And what about the foolishness? Things that are foolish. What about uh, uh, grumbling? Do you grumble when your parents tell you to do something that's good for you and that's right for you. And then what about heart and heart? Is your heart hardened? Or are you there available and listening to God? What about pride? 
which is self-centeredness and it's all about me type of thing. All right, so let's go down. Uh, Derek, uh, who wants to pray this morning for our lesson? Okay, if you're praying, I can't hear you. If you're talking, I can't hear you. So any, any volunteers to pray? Okay. Lord, thank you for giving me health and strength. And Lord, thank you for waking me up on today. And Lord, we appreciate all your blessings. And Lord, we want to let you know how much we love and appreciate you today, tomorrow, forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so here's the question. Let's read the scripture here. Uh, Psalms 46. It says, from the director of music, uh, the sons of Korah, according to Alamuth, a song. Alamuth, Alamuth, a song. God is my, God is our refuge and strength and ever present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. What do you think about that? That's Psalm 46. So he's your refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. All right, so yeah, here, yeah. here is the, uh, this is like the group activity here. I'm just going to pause it right here so you can read it. So we're going to pause it, or you can pause it. All right, praise God, we're back now. Okay, let's get, let's dig in a little bit further. It says here. We're going to take a look, take this book a chapter at a time. Okay, so the subject matter focuses around Jonah. Okay, do you <laughs> do you remember the story of Jonah? Yes, I do. Okay. Okay, okay, all right. So in this chapter, we will see Jonah running. So he's going to be what? Running. From who? Running from himself? Uh -huh. Running from God. What about his destiny? So he's going to be running, running, running. <laughs> so you think you can outrun God? Got quiet there. Oh, I literally don't think you can. Okay, you can't. Okay, let's look at the scripture right here. So this is Jonah. One verses one through three. Okay, Derek, can you read that? Yeah, I can. Okay. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittai. Amittai? Amittai. Amittai. Go, go to the great city of Nineveh. 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 And preach against it, 
because, because it's what its wickedness has come up for me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. Tarshish. Okay. He he went down to Joppa, where Joppa? he found Joppa. Joppa, where he found a ship bound for the for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Wow. Okay, so he's running. He's running. He's running. Okay, so so even in this short passage, there's vital information. Did you know that Jonah is from the Hebrew word for dove? Is that right, dove? While Jonah's time did not know that of ministry is not certain, the conservative view puts him during the reign of, of Jeroboam, like 783 uh, to 743, the 8th century church. I mean, the 8th century. Uzziah was the king of Judah during his ministry. Jonah was a prophet from the nation of Israel, the northern kingdom. So he's from Judah. Mm. The northern so the northern kingdom is Judah. Second Kings 14 25 puts Jonah's first year of ministry. <laughs> Excuse me. Around 782 BC. Wow, that is long. All right. So Nineveh was a city just west, just of the modern-day Baghdad on the Tigris River. Nineveh was the largest city of the Assyrian Empire and was located on the east bank of the Tigris River. Jonah's hometown was Geth. Far located around 500 miles from Nineveh. <laughs> so, Yanni, with these things in mind, how do you think Jonah felt about his assignment to uh, from God? What do you think? I think he um, was surprised or something, and that's why he ran. He was surprised. He was probably like, hey, what? Hey, what's going on? All right, Derek, what do you think? What was going through his mind? He was probably, let's say, afraid or perhaps uh, shocked. Okay, he might have been afraid. Um, he might have been in shock. No, shocked as in amazed or something. But he probably must have been, I don't know, um, perhaps a bit afraid. Okay, he might have been a little bit afraid. 
Anything else? Okay, so uh, we'll go to the next one. Then you can answer some things. So what was Jonah's reaction? And why do you think he did this? How did he react? Well, from what the description says from the Bible, it sounded like he um, acted... Um, um, I want to say that it's mostly just fear. Huh? What do you want to say? I want to say it was probably something like fear or um, just um, worry. That's what I'm thinking, worry. Okay. So he ran. So Jonah ran. He's like, I'm out of here. Yes. So from whom does verse 3 claim he runs? Verse 3. God. Okay. He ran away from the Lord. He ran away from God. So Yanni, why might Jonah have been reluctant to do what God wanted him to do? Why do you think he was reluctant? Maybe he was sick. Maybe he was sick. Is that no, what I you said? said? No, oh. I said scared. Oh, okay. Okay, it's hard to hear you. Let me turn. He was scared. I said, oh, he was sick. Okay, he might have been scared. Okay. All right. So it is interesting to notice that Jonah is not running from his assignment. He's running from God himself. What do you think about that? He's running from God himself. Do you feel like you want to run from God, Derek? Okay, unpause it and say your answer. Because they can't hear you. What'd you say? I can't hear you. Derek, unmute. Your mic is muted. Okay, we'll go. We keep moving. Um, Derek, you're you're mute. You're on mute. Okay, Jonah, uh, four through ten. Okay, Yanni, read the first three verses, and I'll read the last four. One. So read four through six, please. Then the Lord sent a great wind of the sea and such a violent storm arose that the ship 
threaten the breakup to break up. All the sailors were afraid and each cried out on his own God. And they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gotten had gone below deck where he lay and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call on your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Okay. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find out who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. So they called him. Tell us, who is responsible for making all this trouble for us? What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? <laughs> now, what is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, what have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord because he had already told them so. Um, Derek, according to this verse, what does God cause? The Lord causes a terrible storm. Okay, cause a terrible storm. So how do you think Jonah felt when he realized what was happening because of him? Guilt. He, he was guilty. Okay. All right. What do you think, Yanni? I think... I think that... Sorry, I was... I was um, thinking something. Could you read the question again? says, how do you think Jonah felt when he realized what was happening because of him? He probably felt guilty, like it was all his fault. Okay, he felt guilty. All right. So why do you think the other people on board responded like they did in verse 10? What do you think, Derek? Yeah. Uh, mostly because of um, uh, because the Lord already told them. Okay, so they were terrified. Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Derek, uh, read uh, 
Jonah 1, 11 through 17. Um, actually read verses 1, 2, 3, 4, and I'll read 15, 16, 17. Okay. The sea was getting rougher and rougher. So they asked him, what should we do to you to make the sea calm down? Pick me up and throw me into the sea, replied, and it will become calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon. Instead, the men did their best to row back to the land, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Okay, um, I, I couldn't even hear what you just read. Go back and reread that. Where are you at? I'm at 13. Okay. Okay, reread that. Instead of the men did their instead, the men did their best to row back to land. But they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Then they cried out to the Lord. Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not, do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man for you, Lord. Have done as you please. Okay. Uh, then, they, then they took Jonah and threw him overboard. And the raging sea grew calm. At this, the man greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Now the Lord proved, provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days. And three nights. Yanni, what does Jonah instruct the fellow travelers to do? What does he tell them to do? Jonah tells them to throw him overboard. Okay, Tony said, hey, throw. Did they tell him that? Did he say that? To throw him overboard. So, Derek, what do they do instead? They row. They try to row back to shore. Did they? Okay. So they try to paddle back to shore. So at what point, Jonah's fellow shipmen cry out to the Lord. What, what do they call Jonah? Uh. Excuse me. Oops. Then they cried out to the Lord, please don't let us die. We're taking this man's life. Oh, is it an innocent man? Is it? I don't know. Let's find out. An innocent man, 
Ding, 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 ding. You are correct. Yanni, is Jonah, in fact, what they call him? No. Or what they say he is? No. What happens when Jonah hits the water? Derek, what happens? Um, the storm comes. The storm comes? Okay. Um. Okay, okay. The storm comes now. So what do you think the other sailors thought at that moment? Yanni, what do you think they said? Hey. They probably the thought that it was his fault. Okay. Then they said, hey, all right. Okay. So how does chapter one conclude, Derek? Um I believe this concludes on how the Lord is mighty, not to mention very powerful. So I wouldn't necessarily say he should be. He should. Um, okay, I don't understand what you just said. Repeat it, please. Hmm. When I, when I say I don't understand, <laughs> I kind of can hear you, but it's kind of garbled. I don't know if you're like too close to the mic or far too far away. I don't know which one. Let's retry it. Well, um, I basically would say uh, this concludes how um, God is, the Lord is very uh, powerful and mighty, which means Sort of, um, how do I say this? No, I okay. wouldn't say warning, but it's something like how you should always obey him and hear him out. Okay. That's what I can see. So he gets swallowed by the great fish. Yeah. Okay, let's keep it real. Okay, where are you at, Derek? Are uh, you in your room? That isn't me. That's not you that just made that noise? No. Okay, are you in your room? Are you in the kitchen? I'm down. Okay. Some believe the book of Jonah to be a sort of parable or a myth due to the nature of the miracles within the fish, the vine, the warm, warm. But Jesus believed in Jonah and spake of him in reference of how, of his own death and resurrection. Matthew uh, 12, 39 through 40. We can conclude that Jonah was a real human being 
with a mission from God and that the events of the book are true and should be interpreted literally. It was, if that is true, then it is also true that they have something to teach us. It's not enough just to know Jonah's story. We need to know how it informs our walk with God, how it informs our walk with God. We'll do this, we'll do this throughout the study. But today I just want to ask you a few questions about what you have seen in this chapter. Okay. Um, all right, Derek, take question number one. Read it. Uh, have any of you ever run away from anything you knew you should do? What is it that happened? Uh, Should we do we do, huh? I I ran away from chores. You ran away from what? Chores one time. Ran away from who? Chores. Chores. Mm hmm. Anything else? No. Huh? No. No, that's it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yanni, read question number two. Have you ever tried to hide from God? Why and in what way? Well, have you ever tried to hide from God? You're muted. I didn't know which one was the answer because you just said read the question. Okay, answer the question, girl. <laughs> um... Yes, like doing chores, like Derek said. Huh? I said yes. Okay, so you had you tried to run and hide from doing chores. From doing chores, we talking about from God. Y'all talking about chores? God. Do you think you can hide from God, Derek? No. And then you next, Johnny. No. Okay, Derek. Can you hide from God? No. You can hide from God? No. Oh, okay. 
Sometimes something is so hard in our life, we simply try to flee. Other times, we know God is calling us to do something, and we run in the opposite direction. This is foolish. Not only can we not escape God, but he isn't someone we could <laughs> we should run from. Instead, he is someone we should run to. Jonah will learn this later. Okay? But he shouldn't wait two or three more chapters, right? You shouldn't wait one or more chapters to get it, right? You 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 can get it right now. Okay, so Psalm 46 and 1. All right, Psalm 46 and 1. This would make a great verse to memorize together. Take a minute to do so. God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Oh, I forgot to go over this. God is my is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in the time of trouble. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. You guys ready? Repeat after me, Psalm 46 and 1. Psalm 46 and 1. Let's try that again. Let's try it together. Psalm 46 and 1. Psalm 46 and 1. God is our refuge and strength. God is our refuge and strength. And ever-present help in trouble. Okay, let's look at this. If God is ready to help us when we're in trouble, then running from him is the last thing we should do. Is, is that correct? Yes. What does Jonah end up doing in his in the story after he realizes God is going to capsize the boat. So what does he do? Where does he go? What does he do? He decides to ask the men to throw him over the boat. Okay, he says he gives in to God's will, right? He says, you know what? Man, let's just let's just do it. So what do the other people on board do? They try to keep the boat from sinking. They try to do what now? Keep the boat from sinking. 
Okay. They pray to the God, to his God, right? Yeah. To the God of the earth and the sea. Right? So they pray. So Yanni, why do you think people always turn to God as a last resort? Because God is all powerful and almighty. And he He's all powerful. All right. What else? What else you got? I said that he was almighty. What'd you say? I said he's all powerful and almighty. He's all powerful and almighty. What else? And God has control over the earth. He has some what now? He has control over the earth. Okay. Why do you think the people always turn to God as the last resort? Let's see what they put here. Oh, allow for answers. When trouble comes, people begin to turn to God. Look at tragedies all over the world. Even of them, each of them seems to be followed by a bunch of people crying out to God. If we are willing to trust God, then we're in trouble. Oh, if we are willing to trust God when we're in trouble, why don't we think he can help us all along? Why can't we trust him from the beginning? Can you think of a time when you call out to God and he helped you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When you run from God, where is it that you go? Why is running to God a better option? Right? In life, there's different things. People use alcohol. They use drugs. They use cutting themselves. They turn to God. They turn to many different other things. The best solution for you is to turn to God. Run to God. All right? All right. Can you think of a time when you called out to God and he helped you? Oh, we already we already we already did that. Oh, answer that question, Derek. Yeah. Can you think of a time? Yes. Okay. When when you run from God, where is it that you go? We already read that. Okay, so how does Psalm 46 and 1 relate to Jonah's story. God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help in time and trouble. What do you think? I know it says a lot for answers. How does that relate to Jonah? Say it in your own words, Derek, and then Yanni. 
Anyone, anyone, anyone. Well, could you read the question again? Says here, how does this scripture, do you think, oh. how does that relate to Jonah? God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Pretty sure that quote is something with huge importance as in saying that uh, he is our, uh, well, it says our refuge, but uh, he's someone we can automatically go turn and talk to whenever we're feeling down. Or... Okay, are you like really close to your mic? Are you far away? I'm close. Okay, yeah, just pull it back just a little bit and talk. Well, um, uh, the cloak uh, God is our refuge and our strength and is something that I would like to say is something of importance uh, because it's talking about, um, like, uh, it's talking about how God is the first person we can actually turn to whenever we're feeling down and having a hard time. Okay. So in a time of trouble, he shall hide me. In his pavilion, in the secrets of his tabernacle, shall he hide me? Okay, what's going on in your life right now, where instead of running, instead of running from God, you need to run to Him? What's going on? What's going on in your life right now, Yanni, and then Derek? Okay, uh, your your voice is cracking up a little bit. What'd you say? It's just my voice. Okay, go ahead. I said you can turn, um, what I said was, that, um, you, you, you can, you could, um, turn to God if, like, you want to pray for some, like, say someone is in the hospital or something, you can pray to God and pray. And ask him to keep them safe. Okay. If someone's in the hospital, you can turn to God. All right. All right. So it's a great lesson. I'm going to pray. So Jonah is in a spot where if he does what God says to 
for him to do. He's going to have a great impact on others. If not, he's going to spend his life going from pillar to post, you know? Yeah. So let's pray. All right. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that we are tied in you, that we are hooked up in you. Lord God, there may be a situation where there's confusion or there's an area that we aren't sure in. But Father God, in you, can we trust in you? In you, Father, can we put all of our trust in? Because by your word and by your authority, we can stand. We don't want to run away from you, but in time of trouble, you are our refuge and our strength. And we run to you, Father God. And so we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you for looking over us, every student, that they hear your word, that every student, that your word enters into their heart. So we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. In the mighty name of Jesus, we, <coughs> we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. All right. We want to say thank you for coming in on today and enjoying us. This is Yes and Amen with Pastor Derek Fletcher, Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. We thank you for today and God bless you.